From their bunker deep within the Queen City of Cincinnati, a peek beneath the surface, and some guy in Ohio are taking it back. Hey everybody, welcome to Taking It Back, the podcast. I'm some guy in Ohio. And I'm a peek beneath the surface? No. No, she's not. Not? No. Okay. No. All right, I'm not. All right. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we got another good one for you. We got the, the flash session going on today because there is just so much news going on today and, uh, it's fresh. So, uh, we might actually get it posted before it's uh, completely old news. Maybe. I don't know. That's don't debatable. Know. That's debatable. <laughs> Probably it's happening so quick and it might be old news by the time it <laughs> gets right. out there. So if you need to get the show notes, uh, there may actually be some videos added to this one and uh, uh, some links to the articles that we're using. So you're definitely going to want to get those. You can get those at podcast.takingitback.us. And if you need to get a a hold of us, you can do that at podcast.takingitback.us. And you can click the envelope on the left or the contact tab in the upper right. And uh, we'll be uh, happy to respond back to you. And maybe we'll even talk about you in the next program. So how do they get a hold of you? You can find me at a peekbeneaththesurface.com. Just find my profile and send me a message. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, if you want to shoot an email directly to the show, you can do that at uh, uh, Taking It Back Podcast at protonmail.com so taking it back podcast at protonmail.com uh and uh we'll uh respond to those too uh in the next program so lots and lots going on in the news yes there is i mean it's a, (laughs) a crazy day too much to keep up with it all speaking of crazy though (laughs) <laughs> because it is we I did say it's a crazy day. It is a crazy day, but the craziest of all crazies uh what what's her first Resigned. name? What's her first name? Nina. Nina Yank my bits. <laughs> Nina Yank my bits. The disinformation so will you quit giggling? She resigned first. First, they said she had written her resignation, but now I think it's official uh, at the time we're recording this that uh, she has resigned as the disinformation czar. Mary Poppins is gone. Yeah, and and her her posse. <laughs> yeah. Well, whoever they were, they're no longer. Uh, they are defunct. I have to wonder, though, if that had to do either, A, with something uh, that the uh, lawsuits threatened by the uh, attorneys generals of uh, the the several states, and uh, uh, they knew all along that it was unconstitutional, and they didn't even bother fighting it. Maybe that's... That's why it I don't just know. It all sure did. Uh, I think it got attention. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that For was sure. the point. I mean, as if it woke people up. I mean, I saw that. Um, I think it was just there to scare 
Uh, what's his right, name? Right, I mean, somebody sent out earlier today. Elon. And it says, it's almost as if they created the Ministry of Truth to red pill people. They chose the craziest singing liberal to represent them. The director acted ashamed when he was grilled about it. And then when the red pill seeped in, they canceled it almost as soon as it begun. Almost as if it was planned to wake people up. Right. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> what what they did was is they created a situation where more people said, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Probably mostly Democrats, because I'm pretty sure the Republicans already knew oh, it was yeah, a absolutely. sham to begin with. So it woke up more Democrats, so they had to uh, nix that right away, and they did within three weeks. Gone. The Ministry of Truth and their Mary Poppins singing czar, uh, Nina Yank, my bits, I, gone, gone. History, never to be more. Yeah. But here's the thing. The good thing that comes out of it is Nina can add that along with her Mary Poppins uh, uh, singing <laughs> to her resume to her resume <laughs> she can add that that she was the uh, yank my bits uh, disinformation czar and um, I don't know I, I think uh, I think it'll probably do her well in democratic circles wasn't she already one of their she she was already doing uh, the you know the the commie uh, she was already working with the administration or the the DNC. Oh, anyway, I'm sure she was probably being. Groomed you told me for she a, was something. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't remember yeah, what I it don't was. Remember what but, it was. Um, I don't know. I'm sure she was being groomed for maybe for bigger maybe, and maybe to be the next uh, uh, speaker, White House uh, yeah, press secretary. Press <laughs> 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 yeah, because the two they've had aren't working out too well. <laughs> Yeah. One got the hell out before the uh, midterms. Yeah, she had to go take her job on mainstream media to keep uh, right. To keep uh, circling. Oh, I have to. What was it? Circle back. Circle back. Yeah, everything was. She and was she the circle back circle girl. Back. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if somebody did a study if she ever did circle back. I don't know. That'd be funny to see. If I would love to see Somebody it. took the time to do it. Yeah, maybe we should ask Ducey. <laughs> Did she ever circle back to you? Yeah, that'd be a good question <laughs> for him. So, well. speaking of Ducey, he's not making uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's job any <laughs> easier. Wait, wait, what's her name again? Oh, I dang don't remember. It. I it's something. It, but it's Jean. Last Jean name is Pierre. Jean something. Pierre yeah, or Pierre. something. Pierre. Can't remember her first name. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, I just call her John Bond, whatever, Van Dam, <laughs> John Claude Van Dam. Anyway, uh, yeah, she's not faring any better. She's got her little uh, things about, you know, she's not sure of the timeline or the, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I have to get back. I have to get with the people and, uh, right. you know, with yeah, our people. That, I and, don't know. I yeah. haven't been. Um, haven't been briefed on, on that. that yeah no <laughs> updates right so she's you know right back in the same uh she'll get it she'll get it just like uh raggedy ann did and and uh so we'll have that uh muppet looking uh she looks like a every black muppet that was ever on <laughs> sesame street so whatever jean 
Claude Van Madame Damme or Pierre, whatever. Yeah. Line. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's something funny. That hey. uh, watching that whole thing is. I mean, literally every week you could put together a two or three minute uh, video, like uh, whoever that was did, and it, it just uh, her making dumb statements, just like uh, Raggedy Ann did. Right. Right, I'm sure it'll make for good comedy. Yeah, and I mean, when Raggedy Ann wasn't lying, she was planning on lying later. Right. Uh, you know, by circling back. Yeah. With more like lies. we were talking about earlier, it's like as soon as they say one thing, Biden goes out um, an hour or two later and says the exact opposite. That's of right. Whatever they claimed was <laughs> or was not true. Uh, he shows up in Billings, Montana, an uh, hour after uh, Pasaki just lied to everybody, and uh, and uh, tells an even bigger lie that doesn't even have anything to do with what Raggedy Ann said. So yeah, he's about well. That whole administration is about worthless. Yep, just about. So. Uh, and then you got the whole uh, Twitter thing. Elon Musk uh, apparently has uh, switched party lines or who he's going to vote yeah, how for. About he that? just came out with that. And then the battle for Twitter uh, continues. And we had uh, uh, Project Veritas did their expose with one of the Twitter engineers basically saying that, um, you know, the Twitter employees were trying to sabotage musk of course i think we all knew that and that they were yeah that was early on though and then we saw uh yeah commies is the big thing is that i mean he flat out said we're all just you know we're just all big commies i mean yeah and they call it commie for commie for a reason out there California. and then was it netflix that um we saw earlier today issued 150 pink slips was it that's what i read i think that was a hot air article uh that said uh uh, netflix uh just a few days ago netflix put the warning shot out about you know if you're if you're gonna continue with your woke stuff at work you're gonna get fired Uh, uh you know if you if you don't want to deal with that, then hit the road because you know we're not gonna we're not gonna put up with it. Well, apparently, uh, for whatever reason, maybe 150 of them said, "Oh yeah, how about you?" You know, these nuts or whatever, and and uh, uh, they said, "Okay, well here's 150 pink slips." So, so it's like they're on their they're on their way out. Yeah, and here's the thing: I was trying to explain this earlier to uh, a peak, but. You have to look at this in a business sense, and if you have investors, see, Twitter is gonna, Twitter is gonna reap. I mean, they are going to reap what they sowed with this stupid five percent bots bullcrap. Because the the investors are gonna sue every one of those board members, and they will be penniless by the time the suits are over. Because we all know that there are more than 5% bots on Twitter. My guess would be closer to 55 or so percent, but you know, I'm obviously I'm anti Twitter, but that would be my guess just based on, you know, the, the comments that are being made on certain pages that have millions and millions of, of, uh, uh, followers. So, uh, but you have to look at this as a business. 
everything the board of directors does has to benefit the investor and their decisions can't you know bring the the uh i i guess the purposeful decline of a stock or they're going to end up getting sued by the shareholders and that's what's happening to twitter it's happening now at, at uh, some level and then it, it's going to happen to or it would have happened to netflix except that they they're doing this uh but the the investors their only job as a board i mean as the board of directors is to protect the investors money <clears throat> so their decisions that they make if it brings down the stock that's on the board of directors they i mean people can sue based on those decisions well they're making all the woke decisions which are the wrong decisions because it alienates possibly 50 percent of your investors so those 50% are going to have enough, and they're going to start suing. Yeah, probably a lot more than 50%, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just, yeah. I right, would, yeah. yeah. When right. it comes to some of those example. policies, right, right. right. But yeah, it would be a lot less exactly. that are woke. So anyway, people who are investing don't want to, you know, participate in in stocks. They don't want to buy stocks of these companies that are woke because they already know that they've lost fit, almost 50% of their value by alienating 50% of the customer base. Right. So that's why the stock has been just steadily decreasing. So here's so they so they woke up. <laughs> They're not they were woke, but now no, they've they awakened. awakened. <laughs> and uh they've realized that that is not a business model that's going to keep them uh, out of a courtroom and possibly lose all of their uh, financial, personal financial uh, uh, well-being. Yeah. So. And along those lines, so then Hulu, uh, I guess Clinton had some deal in development with Hulu for some uh, show that's been in the works for two years. And Hulu's decided to pass on that now. <laughs> Shocker. Imagine that. Shocker. Now, now you have to ask yourself, why all of a sudden? And obviously the, the legal aspect, especially if you have uh, stockholders. But there are private companies out there that you're going to see the next uh, few weeks. They're going to start getting away from the woke. And, and my personal opinion is, they're looking at these elections. Right. And they're seeing Trump 83 to 2. Uh, 83 wins to 2 losses. That's what they're seeing. And Oz may win. That makes him 84 and 2. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they see all of I think these. They see the writing on the wall. They see the shift. Uh, they have right. to. And unfortunately, those, those people who are voting for those 82 three wins or whatever those are the people they're alienating yeah that's that are not going to be buying from their platforms they're not going to be subscribing to hulu and netflix and and uh twitter and they're just not going to participate and uh in their in their woke economy and, right and uh well and i i think too you know al along with that with the election i mean 
just the exposure of how many of these Twitter bots are fake and, you know, that is is getting it, you know, that they're working through there. If all of them on Twitter, if they've got such a high percentage of fake ones on Twitter, how many of them are fake on every other platform where right. those bots well, are out there? Yeah, that's right. But most companies don't care because they're not trying to be bought out for $44 billion. Right, right. It just so happens that uh, Musk, who won't mind losing a billion to save $43 billion, uh, he doesn't really care. It, you, We know it's not 5%, and you need to prove, this is what he's saying today. Right, right. You need to prove that it's not higher than 5%. And because there are companies out there that are saying that, like Biden's account on Twitter, he's got like 22 million or whatever. They're saying that over 50% of his followers are bots, are fake. And they're the company that companies go to to find out this information. So they're, they're professionals at, at it. And they're saying that half of Biden's, at least half of Biden's are fake. And uh, so if you just subtract, if you just divide the followers on every Democrat's uh, 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 Twitter page, if you just cut that in half, you're getting closer. At, you're not there yet, but you're getting closer. And you can assume that all of the left support in every other category is probably comparable. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I uh, mean, we saw we saw Biden's rallies with 20 people at them. They just wanted to use COVID as the excuse that they had people sitting in the middle of hula hoops out. In but the here's field. the funny thing. I've created several Twitter accounts. Not, my guess would be 20 over the years. And and I still have some that are still active, but I don't go to Twitter anymore. But I mean, they're still there. But. Uh, when you sign up, the first hundred people that they suggest to you are all political Democrat hacks. Mm-hmm. Biden, Pelosi, Obama, uh, Schumer, you know, all of those people. So when you're signing up and you're doing like a quick sign up just so you can move on, you might add one of those jackasses just so you can move on to the next thing and not skip it and that might ha- even help explain doesn't mean right. that they're following those right. people that they right. give two shits right. about it's them it just, just means once once upon a time they clicked on it to right. see something and... well i mean you're still a follower if you're counted right. there but, right yeah but but again if you're just there to wreak havoc on people you're not going there to check you know, to be a troll. Oh, yeah. And, and you've got how many of these people are being followed by people on like the I right said, that I, are just there. I to... bet I have 20 <laughs> accounts that I've created Yeah, just so I can go troll people. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, I, I my guess is it is that, you know, whatever they say they have as as active uh, members is at least half. I mean. You got one guy that's got one account. You got me who's got maybe 15 or 20 on there uh, uh, that are not, you know, really active, but were at one time. Uh, 
I, I mean, what? That's an average of fifteen per person, <laughs> or whatever. I mean, yeah. it's an average of ten per person. So, you know, cut it in half at least, and you might have a, a little closer. Not, not, not all the way there yet, but but closer. So I. And to be honest, I I haven't been on Facebook in quite a while. I mean, I post our program on there every once in a while, but I I'm not I'm not really on it anymore. But uh, I, I'm sure Facebook is still being used by all my family and everything to oh, yeah. communicate. Yeah, so it's still so still yeah. kind of the go-to for I think our age but, group. But while I was we're never talking, on Twitter, but. yeah. But while we're talking about this, I'm going to cover True Social for just a second. It, I, they finally allow people to sign up online so you can use your desktop. Yeah, so we both they now have, have profiles there. Right. Sort so, of. <laughs> on yeah. the fly. Got, yeah. We're on there. So we're at some guy in Ohio and at a peak beneath the surface on True Social. But it's nothing but Twitter. And I hated Twitter as a platform to begin with because... Unless you're following people, uh, you know, you're not seeing anything. I I did find out that you can hit search and then go to truths, and you can see some of the activity that's going on, and it doesn't have to be from your feed. You can see what some of the other people are saying, but it's not all of the activity. It's just like the most popular people that are that you're seeing on there. And uh, I'm not a big fan of that. I hate, as a matter of fact, I hate it. And that's what I miss basically most of all about Facebook was, uh, well, on Facebook it was different. I had hundreds of people, you know, that either you know friends or family or whatever when I was really active on there. So there was a lot of activity, but I also got to see what their friends were saying. So it wasn't right. just my circle of friends it was their circles as well that i got to see some of the activity on so anyhow my point is is that i much prefer gab uh as a website to visit and uh and mewe actually because mewe has groups like like gab you can join something that you like and you can you know you you there's stuff to do Right, you know, kind of like what Facebook was, you know, to to people until they went woke and then stole an election. Yeah, that's what I never <laughs> understood about like when my group on Facebook got shut down. It was a private group. The only people there were the people that were interested in being there. I mean, I had questions; they had to be approved. I didn't just let anybody in. Yet the group still got banned. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, well, so. the, thing, the thing about that was is that they banned it because what you uh, because of what you were saying, and and it was close to the election, right? They were banning because of the things that you were posting, and even if you only reached those three hundred people, people who in wanted your group to be there whatever, and were they were reaching, things. yeah, you know, ten people, and then. You know, all of a sudden, your, you know, 300 turns into 3,000, turns into, you know, a million within, an, you know, a couple of weeks. So that's the point uh, of them doing it. My, But you're right. 
they should never cut i mean any private group should never right. be first of all you shouldn't be allowed to share anything from it unless yeah. they're in the group right you can share it but the only people who see it are the people that are exactly. approved to be in yeah. the group yeah and uh no one else not on their timelines nowhere else and uh uh and you can't and those people can't share it Right, and, so, in, and in a private group on Facebook, at least at the time when I was on there, um, you couldn't share. Because I'd have people say all the time, what, how can I share this? Why can't I share this? And I'm like, it's a private group, so they won't let you. Yeah, a lot of the problem, though, is because you uh, you shared memes. If they don't, they would have to copy that image and then reshare right i mean image. they could yeah if they yeah. saved it but if it was an it. article they could just copy the link to the right. article right. and share just go it to themselves. where it was right it didn't exactly. have to be shared from my group right. get right. the message out exactly yeah yeah but from the actual group there was not a share tab right and see that's so. the problem with facebook is because they've made it so one click easy for people to do things as soon as you take that away from them they they completely forget how they could just copy the damn link in the in the right. In but the what post, I'm saying is, all the more reason for them to not have shut my group down. Yeah, that's my because point. Because it wasn't shareable from there. That's my know? point. That's how right. you know the stuff that you were saying was hitting home because right, exactly there was no reason for them to shut down the group. It was private. The people who were there wanted to be there. Right. They asked to be there. And they were approved to be there. So right. there was no reason for that. And that's kind of why I like uh, Gab and MeWe is you don't have all that nonsense. I mean, I guess you could probably create a private group but uh, on Gab. But, you know, the whole point of Gab is, you know, to be a marketplace for free speech. Yeah, well, I haven't really been active on any of them yeah, for, no. other than posting the podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, because I have my own website, <sighs> thanks to you. <laughs> um, but post COVID, now that I'm back to work, I I am rarely I rarely have time for you know to spend as much time as I used to on social right, media. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, I I as everybody, well, or at least you know, I spend most of my time on Telegram now. So anyway, maybe we should take a break. Why? Are you tired? You sleepy? You need a nap? No, I was just thinking it would be a good time to take a break. All right. Well, you heard the boss. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have uh, way more fast-breaking today news uh, right after this. Hey, this is a peek beneath the surface, and I want to invite everybody to please check out our website at apeekbeneaththesurface.com. It also acts as a social media platform, so while you can view it by just logging in, I want to encourage everybody to create a profile, connect with your friends, invite your friends. You can connect with me there. Feel free to post, create a group. We've got lots of great information on there. I want this to be a resource for everybody as well. And we welcome your feedback. So check it out at a peekbeneaththesurface.com.
And we're back. Hey, by the way, if you want to get these headlines that we're sharing, you can get them 24 hours a day, seven days a week, fresh headlines as they hit the internet at takingitback.us. Uh, it's an aggregator uh, uh, like, uh, what What was the... Uh, uh, Drudge. Uh, well... Mine's a little different than Drudge and um, uh, the uh, press. Yours is the best, and there are no ads. <laughs> well, there are no ads, but but the thing about theirs is they 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 went through the news and they picked the stories that they wanted to put on their site and uh, commune or uh, the. Uh, what was it community press or no the uh i know what you're uh, thinking i can't of. remember I can't the guy's name but but i have i use his feed right, on right. even on my website and uh populist press they're they're both on there but they aggregate the news they go th- they they p- aggregate they take the aggregate news and they pick and choose the stories they post on their site i don't do that so I have 60-plus conservative or alternative media outlets that I pull information from on uh, from there, you know, as stories are posted. We pull them, you know, every 15 minutes. There are, you know, new news stories being added uh, all the time. And uh, all day long, seven days a week, uh, 365, I mean, it's just constantly updating with new stories and I usually keep like the top 5,000 so as you know as we go above 5,000 we start weeding out the the older stories and so it's like the top 5,000 headlines from uh, 60 plus conservative or alternative and with the news moving so fast it's a great resource And, uh, you know, it's set up more like a magazine instead of, like, just links. So, you know, you've got the the attached image and and or, and none of this, the links uh, go to our site. So when you're clicking on the link on my site, it's taking you to their site. Uh, whoever posted it, you know, if it was uh, Bongino Report or if it was uh, Cheryl Atkinson, it links to all the news stories linked directly to the original persons, and we don't have ads. So it's kind of like having your own little news uh, homepage, and uh, you're not having to read a shorter version of it. For me, you can go straight to them and, and get the information. So Straight to the source. Uh, I created it for me, <laughs> basically, so I could go to one place and check the news and uh you know obviously people who know me they like the site so now it's available to everybody and so uh, that's taking it back dot us uh so well where are we going now i I don't know well um, there's tons of stuff going on yeah i mean it's moving fast i don't have a lot of information but you know the durham trial kicked off the other day and that seems to be um, gaining some traction and lots going on there. In Certainly the got uh, Cash and... Patel's 
Oh yeah. Dander and an uproar, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's so, got him got him going. So I, I really need to get caught up on that. So um I've seen a lot of stuff come out um from Cash Patel and uh Brian Cates has been keeping up on it. Well and- Mark Elias Elias was testifying he was today. To, so. Yeah, be testifying this morning, I think it was. So so it'll be um interesting to see everything that comes out of that. So um, again, I don't have a lot of detail because I've got a lot of reading and catching up to do. And by the time we get this out, I'm sure there will be a lot more stuff <laughs> out. So I'm sure it will all be available at TakingItBack.us. Well, I'm going to actually add that uh, Cash Patel interview with uh, Maria Bartiromo on, uh, uh, in the show notes okay. because he kind of just throws it all out there, you know, uh, what should be coming up. Not just in this Sussman thing, but in the future. I mean, he he's looking way forward, and uh, he's seeing things. Being a, a former federal uh, a prosecutor, he's seeing things uh, in Durham's style and the way he's he's attacking this that leads him to believe that this is just the beginning. Well, welcome back. We are back with former Congressman Devin Nunes and Cash Patel, who was the lead investigator for the Russiagate probe. Cash, let me turn now to this trial tomorrow of Michael Sussman. Give us your expectations and how you believe uh, John Durham is conducting this investigation. Hey, Maria, great to be with you. And look, as a former national security prosecutor, I think John Durham is doing the most methodical prosecution I've seen in recent history. And like we did when Devin and I ran the Russiagate hoax, the best way to convict a target of an investigation, especially of a crime, is with their own documentation. It's to follow the money. John Durham followed the money and connected the Clinton campaign with the lawyers, with the Fusion GPS and the FBI. But what he's also done, just revealed last week that he's going to put on display, are the notes from the FBI themselves. And I want to pause here. These notes were subpoenaed by Chairman Nunes, and they were withheld from us during our investigation. But John Durham found them. And what did the notes say? Andy McCabe and Peter Strzok knew, not after the Russiagate investigation began, but before it began, that it was full of lies and corruption that was paid for by the DNC and Hillary campaign. And I think John Durham's going to put that on blast for the entire world to see. And I think Michael Sussman's going to get convicted at the epicenter of this entire hoax. Wow. And what about other convictions, Cash? Who else are we going to hear from? Yeah. So, look, I think you know that Denchenko, the source is indicted. FBI has already been convicted in this uh, conspiracy. But here's the shocking news that most of the world isn't following in John Durham's pleadings. He has laid out a joint venture conspiracy. Those aren't my words. Those are legal words we use as prosecutors that John Durham placed in his pleadings. And he's outlined the likes of Fusion GPS, the tech uh, executive Jaffe. He has said to a federal judge in open court, that man is still a target of ongoing investigations, as are others in Clinton world that I believe include Jake Sullivan, the current national security advisor, Podesta, Mook, Mark Elias. Look, what he has done is what Devin was a championing from the beginning, leading an investigation based on the truth and only the truth and the facts. And he has put the Clinton campaign and the FBI cabal together in Andy McCabe's office with their own notes to go and lie to an American public, a federal court and surveil a president unlawfully. And then Andy McCabe is quoted in the notes saying, I want this Russiagate investigation to endure a year after it started to perpetuate the lie and the criminality of their conduct.
Unbelievable. And we have a shot of that tweet that Hillary Clinton put out on Jake Sullivan's memo, uh, trying to connect Donald Trump to to uh, the uh, that Alpha Bank uh, and, and Russia uh, dealings. Uh, Devin, jump in here. I remember week after week having you on this program throughout 2017, 2018, and 2019, and you would say, "Look, we're asking for this document. They're sitting on it. They're slow walking it." Right. And, and and we we covered it every week. And we still, and what we find out today that Cash just pointed out, these are documents that they clearly hid from Congress. So, you know, right there, you know, what we know today from Durham, if I was still there, we would have more criminal referrals to Durham based on lying and misleading Congress. But let's just take a step back. Why does this matter to the American people, right? This is, we're four or five years after the fact that this all started. Well, this is a dark chapter of, of American history for sure. But, but here, it's a slippery slope, right? In 1516, you have a, a, the Clinton campaign, DNC, they concoct this, working with DOJ, FBI, the Obama administration, but the media gives them a pass on it and they were involved in it because they said, well, it's just Donald Trump and you know, he should never be elected president, so let's just go after him, right? And we knew that at the time, we had circumstantial evidence, they were trying to hide the Hillary Clinton you know, servers that were destroyed and the emails. It was all part of a, a game. And then you lead, you go forward, Donald Trump's elected, and then they continue to spy on him. They waste $40 million on a phony Mueller investigation. Uh, as, as Cash and I and, and the Republicans in Congress led this effort with really hardly anyone in the news media, you know, Maria, you were one of the few that actually gave us time to actually get the facts out. Well, now where are we today? You had a Congress who Democrats did nothing. The media continued to cover up. Judges continued to cover this up. And what does this result in? It results in what you see today, which is now you have leaks from the Supreme Court of the United States. You have protests at the Supreme Court justices' homes. So it starts as dirty political tricks five years later, ends up with, with really ju just the deterioration over time of every institution in this country. So what Durham wow. has to do here, it, there's a big lo load that's on his shoulders that he's carrying because these institutions have to be cleaned up and Durham is the only guy in position to actually get that done. Cash, do you think the jury is going to hear the facts? I mean, I'm told that the jury may be sentimental to, uh, to Michael Sussman because it's in DC, Cash. Yeah, but here's the, here's the thing, as I said earlier, the documents don't lie. The jury can hear what they want, but they're going to see the FBI's own words, Michael Sussman's own tweets and text messages, and that stuff doesn't lie. We're on a quest for the truth, and that's why I wrote the book, The Plot Against the King, and I hope your audience checks it out. It's a fun story about super mega king Donald Trump, King Knight Devin, and myself, and it's a great read for children and American kids. Uh, they, they should be entitled to the truth just as much as adults. I'm so glad you wrote a children's book about this, Cash. Congratulations. Gentlemen, thanks very much. We've got more to talk about. We hope you'll come back soon. Devin Nunes, Cash Patel joining us ahead of the first of what will be several trials. Uh, uh Speaking of being in court, what about the Amber Heard? And Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp. So what about it? Um, I I don't know. I haven't been. I know a little bit. I haven't been following it really closely because I think there's been right. more important things. Although it has been um, a little fun. Every time I click on YouTube, there's another video Million. clip of the trial. There are literally <laughs> millions of people watching live streams 
on social media and uh it i was uh i watch viva fry and uh he's an attorney in canada and um he does a live stream and he's been the last few days he's been cover covering it live i'm not, i mean look i'm not that into it that i can sit and watch two or three hours of of viva you know uh talk uh about what's going on in the courtroom i you know i would prefer the synopsis you know but but i do like viva fry and i mean he's just a typical canadian you know i and, do uh, like him a lot yeah so uh you know he doesn't want to offend anyone and uh so he he always you know talks in so many circles it takes him forever to put out a paragraph <laughs> Just well, trying not to offend somebody. He's a lawyer, so he has to choose his words right. carefully. And, well, and that's his living. Right. So, and he he flat out tell you. I mean, he's got the three rules. You know, no legal advice, no medical advice, and no uh, uh, election uh, opinion either. So, he'll tell you that right up front. And then, and then when he's talking about it, because his channel's monetized, he's like, "Well, if you don't, you know, if you." If you expect me to read out all of your super chats, he said, if you're going to get miffed if I don't, because I'm going to miss some, then then just don't send them out. Now, what? <laughs> who in their right mind would do that right. except the Canadian? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend you by not reading your super chat, but, well, he also puts them on the screen, too, but if he doesn't read them out. But anyway, so I was watching him, and I kind of like that I have somebody there that's, you know that saying you know the it given me like the um uh like the back room uh scuttlebutt about what the attorneys are doing you know how the, the direction they're going right. and strategy the, and right stuff and all like that. that so i kind of like that stuff but I, I as far as amber heard and 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 uh What's his name? Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. I don't give two about either one of them two. Let them beat each other up. I could care less. I mean, I've wa- I've watched a, a few uh, clips of some different things, and it does seem that she seems to be the crazy one. However, I like to keep in mind that they're both actors, and Johnny Depp is a very good actor. So, um, you know, I always like to, whenever they put... Isn't that Whenever amazing how Hollywood's... she put Johnny Depp as the really good actor? No, I I mean he is, and I am on his side from based off of what I've watched and I seen. Because she seems probably like, had a pinup. She of me too, seems didn't you? way cuckoo. Back in the I 80s. did have a crush. On I know. Him, but, I know. But, but hold on, hold on. Get this. Most people don't know this. When he first started his acting career on Twenty One Jump Street, when it was a series. Duh. So anyway, right? But you had a crush once he on hit him. the movies. I, I thought he was cute. I like to. Watch so she the has show to be that. the mean but old nasty got, woman. Fa- once he got famous and stuff, I kind of lost it. I lost, lost his appeal. My appeal. Whatever. What was that? Sounded like a truck. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. So we, we we all see where her loyalties lie and how they got that way, but. <laughs> Are you talking about me? You, yes, you. You, yeah, we know. No. Because you had a crush on him back at 21 Jump Street. Yeah, how old? I was a long, 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 long time ago. You got to protect that 
Yeah, but once they get rich that and puppy famous, love, that they young change. Love. Once they get rich and famous, they change. <laughs> Everybody changes. Yeah, guess they do. Especially with age. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, again, I-, I could care less about either one of those two. They deserve whatever they got for whatever reason they were together, whether it be alcohol or drugs or what- whatever it was. Whatever got them together and made them stay as long as they did, I, but personally, I think they deserve it. It's a toss-up. Uh, uh, not according to Viva, though. Viva had her as a demon. I think it was either yesterday or in today's uh, feed. Mm. He said that Amber Heard was a demon. Now, that does not sound like uh, Viva Fry. No, it does not. But he does not like that woman, Heard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to think her psychological... Uh, Tester, they had her doctor or somebody on the stand a week or two ago um, saying she had all these personality disorders. I don't yeah, know if it was she, hers she or was theirs a narcissist or what, that she had that. Um, but yeah, I mean, she. What is the yeah. name of that? I can't even remember the name of that. Um, we had the same thing. Uh, uh, they said that Obama had it too. But uh, I can't remember what what it exactly was but she has that as well hmm. so uh yeah my my feeling is is that she is uh obviously the uh bad guy well i here, heard so and i didn't speak. see the testimony that even her family's against her so i mean that says a lot except for of course her sister who was taking the stand yeah and except her, her friend defense. her friend today i think it was uh she uh said that she saw bruises that uh, he had given her. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Those are the ones that she covered with the makeup that wasn't in production until right. after. The, yeah, that was that cool. Now, I did see that part where the uh, the uh, defense uh, lawyer was up there cross-examining her, and she said, this is a picture of you at a photo shoot on this date. And then she would say, this is what you said happened just prior to that date. And these are photographs. I mean, they were, you know, mo- they were production photographs. They were used for whatever, magazines right, or, yeah. pro- you know, video, whatever. And uh, she had the pictures and she was like, you know, none of that is there. And uh, she wasn't coming up with uh, very good uh, stories. I'm for sure that, it was but... probably that they had good makeup artists. Whatever. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was all airbrushed <laughs> out. So, I'm sure. yeah. But, but it's funny, nobody... <laughs> nobody that was there nobody probably remembers it, right? It, right? right. Yeah. yeah. I'm they sure. got no witnesses that can corroborate uh, exactly. that it was there. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, so, yeah, anyway, that that story, to me, is really just a n- big nothing burger. So uh, what else yeah, you got? I agree. Well, um, not something I had, but I, I think that you had. Uh, oh, did you seen an did article? Has everybody about... seen the article today from uh, from the uh, National Pulse? Uh, uh, Raheem uh, Kassam's website, the the National Pulse. Uh, it is here's the here's the um, here's the. Uh, title and punchline study testosterone treatment turns democrat voters more conservative 
Interesting. That, yeah, that's the punchline <laughs> and the title of the study uh, or the, the article. But the study called Testosterone Admin- Administration Induces a Redshift in Democrats. That was the name of the study. And he does link to the actual study, so you can uh, check that out. But it was uh, conducted by the Center for uh, Neuroeconomic Studies at Claremont Graduate University. So in the research, they found that the, uh, what was it, 200 and, no, I'm sorry, 136 voting age males this was in a, the 2012 election season. So their results demonstrate that testosterone induces a redshift among weakly affiliated Democrats. Uh, so what they did was is that they gave these men uh, testosterone or a placebo. And uh, the findings of their st- <laughs> The findings of their study was that, well, I mean, Democrat. That must be that toxic masculinity the left is always talking about, right? Well, you, <laughs> so if they take the testosterone around, they make more soy boys. All, all kidding aside, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. If you tell somebody that they're uh, they have toxic masculinity. What they have is testosterone because all the people they hang around with have replaced their testosterone with soy <laughs> and uh, uh, we're back. But the gist of this was that the more the more uh, testosterone you got over time. The more, more conservative, conservative you, you vote, literally voted in in uh, cases, and that's what's that. That is interesting, though. You know that because that's your views. It's not a physical appearance. It's not, you know, whatever. It's just the the your mindset, right? And they they said that uh, they literally said that most of the the guys who were left were uh effeminate i mean they were you know feminine males and uh they tended to stay that way even uh even with their if they were getting testosterone or not if they were all uh, a feminine male they were you know they tended to stay with their their group of you know democratic voting uh, lefties and uh, and uh, the correlation between individuals with lower testosterone having left wing political beliefs and that and it was the uh, the same way for right leaning so they they didn't vote any different they st- still voted right so but they all revealed their political beliefs at the beginning of the study so that way they could track them but uh, what is it here? Here it is. The uh, 19, uh, before the testosterone treatment, they found that weakly affiliated Democrats had 19% higher testosterone than those who identified strongly with the party. So they, 
there the people who were moving towards the right had 19% higher testosterone levels than those who identified strongly democrat so i mean there's some there's some truth to the to the uh what was it called toxic masculinity right yeah so not not that it's toxic, but that it's toxic to the Democratic exactly. Party. Exactly. The and, Democrats and like to make everything right. turn everything positive into right. a negative. So so I mean so, when I they wonder... say toxic masculinity, they they literally mean it in the form of it Right, you're too masculine. Well you it's gotta... hurting our you know, our it's party to- line. Right. Our our toxic to their agenda. Agendas, right. So I mean that that's exactly what it meant. In my opinion, that's exactly what toxic masculinity meant when whoever brought that thing into the world, right. that yeah. progressive brought that crap into the world. Yeah. So uh that's exactly what they were thinking is my, is my guess. Well, and then it's like you have to wonder um you know what's going on to make the younger generation more feminine like we were you know we were talking oh yeah we're about, talking like, about the Alex estrogen yeah. or hormones in the food the milk and food in general making girls develop at such a younger age and probably making the males less masculine well, maybe not soy. necessarily more feminine but right. less masculine soy um, is known to do to wreak havoc on testosterone levels so so maybe they could put testosterone in these covid injections that's why the lefties <laughs> made starbucks so popular is because they put soy in everything huh i'm telling you i i don't know if alex jones said that yet that it you know starbucks is part of the degendering of uh males in a, in, in america but i believe it <laughs> Sounds good anyway. But, but right? think about it. They they load the food up with soy for your kids at school. Right. So they're taking in soy there. They're they're drinking soy milk now. They're trying to turn the young generation into vegetarians and vegans and everything. And but but what they're doing is they're messing with the testosterone levels mm-hmm. of kids. And uh uh with boys. And and making them effeminate, and that's making them easier to manipulate at a younger age with all the transgender stuff that's going on too. There's transgender stuff going on. Yeah, the public school system, uh, you know. Oh yeah, the gender queer book and all. Right. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, just how the. Yeah. What about that new one with the 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 woman brings oh, yeah. in yeah. Yeah. her fifteen-year-old daughter? Two recent videos of. Well, yeah, well, what you were going to say. Though. Go ahead. No, the one's not recent though. That was a week or two ago. Go ahead. Not that gender queer one. I thought that was the one that was months old. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't, maybe it was. Go ahead. But anyway, there's been other parents who have read that genderqueer parts of that at meetings before, too. I've seen it on that, uh, what was that group we followed for a long time? Uh, Bonds for the Win. Yeah, Bonds for the Win. So uh, there were videos of them reading it Mm -hmm. on there. Uh, So, but that woman just recently that was just, you know, it just went viral the last couple of days. 
she brought in a a a, a work assignment that assignment her daughter, that, her fifteen year old daughter, was told to memorize and act out and act out. Yes, in front of the class, and then was not permitted to read it in the meeting because of the language and the acts. It was inappropriate to read at a school meeting. board meeting, but it was appropriate for her 15-year-old to have to memorize and act out in front of her classroom. And they literally shut her mic off. Yeah. So she could not talk anymore. Yeah. And she got out, what, maybe two sentences. Yeah, if that. Well, it was yeah. two, and then they bleeped her right. uh, because of, <laughs> I yeah. think it was uh, then shut talked her mic about off, a, and then, yeah. I think she said uh, not the penis word, but the word that resembles... Mm -hmm that also mm -hmm. means penis mm -hmm. and the other part yeah so she i think she said those things and they bleeped bleeped her out cut it out of the recording because i doubt they had a button to cut her off just right. in time to right. say that word yeah. so they edited it out before they put it on the website and uh that's the thing is the woman behind her just went crazy when they cut her off and she, you know, she was, I think she was screaming stuff like, you know, let her read it. You know, you people let them, let her have it, let right, her read it. Right. It's inappropriate for you to hear, but it's not inappropriate for my 15-year-old. To, you know? to memorize and act out. Right. Let now, alone, we don't know it what it all was. Right. But what, it was 15 pages, right. wasn't we don't, yeah, it? Yeah, we don't know what it was or what it was from or... Who wrote it? We don't know any of that, but, um, but yeah, I I just think it's unbelievable that these school boards, something's allowed in school but not in a public board meeting. Yeah, unfortunately, they wouldn't have stopped. They would have stopped me, but I would have just got louder. Mm -hmm. That poor woman was yeah, practically would, in tears. You wouldn't have needed the mic. You would have been like, you're "All right, right. <laughs> yeah, I would, yeah, I'm reading you're this. Hear it, whether you. Want I will to or read not. this all the way as the sheriff is dragging me out of this building. I will keep reading. And this. like you said, hand each of them a copy of it and say, "Here, right. this is what I'm going to be reading." That's what she should have done in the first place. Is she should have brought a copy for everybody and handed it out before she started talking. So that way, they knew what she... I have a feeling they already knew. That's why they cut her oh, off. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, or at least were familiar with it because they sure cut... One of them, she called him the 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 person running it. She kind of... She called him Dr. Something. and But that person there, after he started talking about stuff, she got her mic completely cut off. So there, it never did come back on again. So my guess is, as he was, he knew what was in that, and uh, he wasn't going to let any more of it get read. Right. And it's uh, kind of funny how Doctor Seuss—they pulled all the Doctor Seuss books out of these schools, and yet uh, all this stuff yeah. is still and then in fill there. it up with gender queer stuff, yeah. and and uh, and now this stuff, whatever that was. So yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Insane. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. And uh, again, if you want to get the show notes, you can do that at podcast.takingitback.us. Visit a peek at a peek beneath the surface.com. And uh, so uh, I guess we'll see you next week. See you then.